Welcome to the Av Youth Podcast. Here you will be able to listen to our latest messages and everything Av Youth related. We hope you enjoy today's episode. What is up, Av Youth? Welcome back to another episode of The Rewind. We're so excited you guys are here with us. The Rewind is where we go back and rewind, go back in time to Wednesday night where we did have service and not only that we had a great message so really we're gonna, we're gonna go over that message today and we will continue off the rewind so emmanuel is my guest today everyone say hi to emmanuel what's up y'all how are you doing buddy i am honored to be here but i'm doing good bro that's good doing good i love yeah. this weather change i'm not a big you know heat heat person i don't think like you'd be cool i don't think you'd be like going outside cold. anyways because i know you uh recently just got a playstation 5 huh Bro, why'd you, why'd you expose me like that, bro? You're, no, Robert's right, though. I actually did. <laughs> Charlie's behind the camera I just super did, shocked. Bro. I, I copped the PS5, and I don't... My brother, bro, he kept spamming, and he... Like, we're, like, on... Like, you know, I was on my phone. My brother was on the computer. My brother was on his computer. And then all of a sudden, I hear my little brother running out of his room, and I'm like, don't tell me he got it. And sure enough, he's like, guys, I got it. And we just started celebrating. And so, yeah, we got the PS5. Actually, what's today? Thursday? We ended up picking it up last week at Target. And when I walked out with the box, I was looking over my shoulder. I was like, <laughs> I was like hold up. I was like, bro, we got to protect the PS5 at all costs. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I remember this one time I walked out uh, Target when I bought my PS4. Yeah. And it wasn't even time like during launch time or anything like that. It just randomly bought it. And I was like walking out and I was like. <laughs> I feel kind of weird bro, right now. You know what I mean? Like really someone's going to jump me for That's this, what bro. I'm saying, bro. You Even when to... I Okay, so I bought the PS5 controller. Okay. Yeah. And I thought for sure someone's going to like run up and like cause this is a small box, you know. Right, someone's right. just going to run up and Pew! That's it. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, you can't get caught lacking, bro. I, I had to look over my shoulder, bro. <laughs> and when I was driving, too, I was like, is somebody following me home? <laughs> I'm all lucky. I'm all lucky. Like, looking over my shoulder, bro. I had to, bro. That's crazy. People are crazy nowadays, bro. Especially it's how limited it is. Yeah. You it's, know. It's ridiculous. If you guys don't know, the hunt for the PS5 is ridiculous. This has turned into a gaming podcast. But this hunt for the PS5 for me has been going on for a week now. And I was up at midnight when Target dropped it that night, and I was super excited. I was ready. I was ready to get the PS5, and I didn't have my card with me. And it's like, I'm in bed. You know what I mean? I woke up to my alarm, and I'm like, huh? And I'm like, okay, where's my card? I couldn't find it. So midnight comes and goes, and they sell out. And I'm like, all right, I'll just, you know, I'll just show up in the morning, and they're going to have them still. Like, they'll have them. They didn't have them. Um, and then I checked Walmart and Walmart didn't have them. And then I checked Best Buy. Best Buy didn't have them. You know, I do this to myself a lot when it comes to things that I want. I always say, oh, I'm going to get that. But I don't pre-order when the option's there. Like, I've never pre-ordered anything in my life. It makes no sense. I was about to say, neither have I, but like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 back in the days. I think I did. That was the only one worthy of being pre-ordered, bro. <laughs> Very true. Very but true. Other than that, enough of the PlayStation 5 business <laughs> and the Xbox yep. business. Uh, we do want to let you guys know that this week was absolutely a blast. I had a lot of fun turkey bowling. I made a strike two years in a row, and I'm very proud of that. Did you bowl? I know you were Bro, running. No, I didn't. No, I actually was uh, you know, cheering some people on. and <laughs> you know, A lot of misses, but at the end, people started to pick it up. So it looked actually harder than it seemed. So what you're saying is that there's a lot of people that need practice before 100%, next year. 100%, bro. <laughs> practice, bro. We need to make it into like, you know, a competitive game. Whoever you know, gets mo- the most strikes gets like a, you know, a prize. 
But, you know, at the end, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And as I was going to try it, the bag was ripped open. <laughs> and, like, the turkey was just, like, you know, hanging. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I'm not touching this. That's it was all, like, nasty. dirty. I was just like, yeah. I was like, enough. <laughs> What's funny is that Ethan came up uh, right after he made a strike. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, so, you know, do I get a prize for making a strike? And I was like, you know, I'm not sure. I don't think so though. Uh, good try though. But hey, you did a good job. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got a strike. I was like, dude, that's nice, dude. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he felt so defeated. Still, <laughs> I felt so bad. Uh, I tough, almost went bro. over to the tables where they had the candy. I was like, oh, we could give you some candy, bro. Man. <laughs> I was like, really wanted get, that Chick Fil A. Someone, yeah, someone get this man some Chick Fil A, bro. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Um, but that was honestly cool because I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got up in the middle of service. And someone had a bag of Chick-fil-A and I asked him for a sandwich and they gave it to me. So that was great. <laughs> but uh, starting off today for the rewind, we do have a couple questions for you guys just to go over on Wednesday's message. But the first one is going to be, have you ever had a moment where you thought to yourself, how did I get here? And if so, share. Emmanuel, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first on this one, bro. All right. So I remember this one time I had ended up... <laughs> This is awful, but I ended up my senior year of high school. I was ending up like failing almost every single one of my classes. And what's funny is that my freshman year, I got a 4.0. My sophomore year, I got a 3.8. And then my junior year, I got a 2.0. And then my senior year, I got a 1.5. Yeah, I went on a decline. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was just, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And then the more like my grades, like each semester, each time, like it was just locked in, like this is your garbage GPA. What I said to myself was, oh, I'm going to go to community college. So it's going to be fine. Never took the SAT, never took any of that stuff because I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to community college. just fine. And I had a lot of pride in the fact that I was going to be able to just get through. Like <laughs> I had a lot of pride thinking, okay, well, if I can't pass high school, <laughs> I'm just going to go to community college and ace that. And then go to a university to be a mechanical engineer. And that's how it's going to go down. What a bright guy. And guess what, guys? <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> but, yeah, that was something where I was like, I remember sitting there, like, my senior year, looking back on all those years, being like, how the heck did I get here, bro? Like, I'm I'm a bum, dude. I can't even do my homework. I'm, like, cheating off people. I'm yeah. taking people's homework. I'm leaving class early. I'm not showing up to math. Like, I'm just sitting there, like texting people hey who you got the math homework like bro you weren't even there why do you need the math homework oh because you know i'm I'm about to fail so (laughs) i remember the last week of math i never even showed up i realized that i didn't i had enough credits this is what's sad i had enough credits that i didn't need the math class so i didn't care if i failed it or not so you were just like you know like i have enough credits to pass yeah i mean i had straight d's at that point but it (laughs) didn't matter to me all hope was lost yeah it was like seriously yeah there was no hope you know what i mean it was awful. Tough. Awful. How did I get there, dude? That's what I want to know. To this day. To this day. Start with procrastination. <laughs> Start with gaming, bro. Hey, Start hey, hey, hey. Those late night gaming nights, bro. I was never a late night gamer. No? No. Only quarantine. When the quarantine first started, no way. that was the first time I ever became a late night gamer. Man. PS4s and PS3s back in the days were evil, bro. It oh, they still are. Doing homework. No, they still are. You're right. YouTube was my was my thing. Really? Yeah, I just I don't know why either. It's like you sit there and watch people play video games, and you can go play it yourself. Right. <laughs> I don't get you it. Enjoy to this that day, more. Right? <laughs> yeah. Watch streams. Yeah. It's so weird. That's funny. 
Um, man, now that you're talking about like, you know, homework and procrastination, I can relate to that. Like I would, you know, I would fall back on projects would be due like, you know, in a month and I'd be like, oh, bro, chilling, you know, I have all this time. And then it's like a, the, the day before and I'm like, how did I get here? Why didn't I start? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure most of y'all can relate to that. But um, when I think of a situation of how did I get here, I would honestly just look at my walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I kind of grew up in the church, you know, learning about all these Bible stories and stuff, going to, you know, church, going to, um, you know, kids ministry and eventually like to, you know, youth groups and stuff and learning, you know, about God. Um, but eventually I got into high school and I did not care enough to read my Bible. Um, <laughs> I didn't care enough to pray or to seek God. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was like my senior year of high school and, you know, I would face difficulties and I'd be like, where? And I would hear about God. And I'd be like, yeah, I know all that stuff. But ultimately I was like, how did I end up going from this kid who, you know, at a young age was learning about God and I got into high school and I thought I knew everything and I just, you know what, nah, put God to the side. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until like my senior year of high school, the last month where I actually started to read the Bible again and, you know, got, you know, recognized how much time I had wasted, mm-hmm. not seeking God and trying to fit in, mm-hmm. you know, in school and, 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 you know, and trying to be cool and all this stuff and, you know, focusing on the wrong stuff. And, I was, I ended up telling myself, how did I end up here? But by the grace of God, you know, I I was able to, you know, by God's mercy, I was able to turn back to him and, and start seeking him. And so even now I'm like, how did I get to seeking the Lord when I was such a rebel kid back in the days? And so I'm just really thankful for that though, to be honest. That's good, dude. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that goes for everyone that becomes Christian. It's like, man, like you look back after, after all those years of following Christ and just pursuing that relationship with god and you're like how did i get here you know what i mean right and then you and you, vice versa we can look at other people's lives sometimes and be like how did you get there you know what i mean like what made you think that was a good idea but, but we don't have those eyes anymore you know what i mean so it's like we don't understand and same thing for them they don't they don't see it you know what i mean They're, they don't understand our eyes so it's like dang like how did I get here? Like, look how lucky I am that God's brought me through all that he's brought me through just to have this very moment. And those are honestly the days where it's like, this is sick. You know what I mean? This is like, it feels like such a great day just for that alone, just for understanding that you have, you have the answer. You have the truth in Christ. You know what I mean? Mm. That's great. That's beautiful. Let me see this next question. Question number two. So Charlie calls him Uzzah. Because Pastor Jim calls him Uza. I honestly have never read this story in my life. So, <laughs> I'm going to go and say it's Uzziah. But you guys can call him whatever you want. <laughs> it just, it makes more sense. <laughs> Charlie says to call him Uza. Hey, listen to your elders. King you. King you. <laughs> King, I, 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 see, I feel like it's Uzziah, dude. I don't know why. It just, it looks like that, Charlie. Yeah, you hear that, guys? Don't go off anything that Charlie says when it comes to reading. So you know what that means? I'm right. <laughs> we sh- uh, we should have uh, put we should have put Charlie on the podcast, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Hey, hey, someone hook at the mic up, bro. <laughs> we got an extra one somewhere, bro. Um, but Uzziah, or sorry, Uza. 
did it again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so Uzzah, in the first half of his life, pursued God and had someone older in his life in his corner to help him and to teach him. How important is it to have that same person or have that person in your life share a moment of how this was benefit or this has benefited your life? Um, that's funny. I think for me, it's it's really hard because I feel like I've had a lot of different people in my life like come and go. Right. So I think that a lot of different people have played that role for a very short period of time. You know what I mean? Mm. There's been people that in my life that have I can look to, and then it's like that's just for a season. You know what I mean? Right. And it happens a lot. So there's countless people um i think one that i could immediately go to um and i could say like at my worst obviously saying this is besides charlie because i that's the answer that i'm sure a lot of you can guess um and that's obviously not not out of the question but i think that um my high school teacher my ceramics teacher mr smith he was a he was a i don't know how to describe exactly how he was but he was just one of the most like caring teachers i've ever had in my life and it's ceramics it's an elective you know what i mean so it's like right. it makes sense because it's like ain't no stress on his shoulders you know what i mean it's <laughs> like you either put the clay together you don't you know what I mean? like, it don't <laughs> matter to him but i remember sitting there in that class and being so disruptive so disrespectful and this fool would feed into it but also like make fun of me too and i loved when he clowned on me because i thought it was so funny and everyone thought it was funny but then we would like clown each other in the middle of class we're having was, a roasting battle oh straight up dude <laughs> i loved that guy but the best part about it is that I remember talking to him all the time, like coming in, finishing an assignment and during lunch or something. And he'd be telling me, yeah, dude, you know, you know, I'm here, um, you know, whatever's going on at home. If something's going on just in your life, uh, come talk to me. If you need, you need help with anything, you need advice on anything, just let me know. And it's like, I'm just here to do ceramics work, but like he's willing to make the relationship with the students to get to know them a little more. And I think that was one person that really was really influential because at the time, it was my senior year and I had just gotten back from youth convention and he, I had talked to him cause I knew he was Christian mm. and I had talked to him and he was like, yeah, you know, um, and he would, he would talk to me all the time about like my decisions that I would make. Cause I was very open about all the things I would do back then. And he was just, he would just tell me, you know, this is one thing that you're going to want to remember for the rest of your life. This moment that you had, don't forget it. But also he's like, don't forget these moments with these people mm. and how important it is to reach these people and it's like hearing that it's like what <laughs> what <laughs> you know what i mean i didn't i didn't get it at the time either but it's just like knowing the kind of person that he was and knowing that um not only did he care for me but then he he started to instill this like thought of like oh so like what do you want to be a pastor now you know what i mean it's like after i had told him all the time like i was going to church and i was serving and he was like He's like, so you're going to be a pastor now or what? Like he just, he immediately like had that, like that inclination, like about you. Yeah. He just, he just knew like, I could see a calling on your life and I'm going to, I'm going to try and support you in any way. It was just super dope. That's awesome. So that goes a long way for sure. When you have somebody like that, um, you know, just come and just pour out to you in that way. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. But yeah, I think, you know, yesterday's message, um, that part of having someone older than you, um, someone wiser than you is so important. Um, and it's so overlooked many times. Yeah. Um, and especially being young, you know, we don't like to be told what to do. You know, sometimes we have our parents at home telling us what to do and you were like, yeah, you know, but 
hearing older people, sometimes we can look down upon it when, you know, they, they, they pour, they try to pour, pull us aside and pour, you know, some wisdom onto us. We're like, nah, you know, what do these dudes know? You know, like Charlie said yesterday, you know, these boomers. <laughs> and okay, so, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I just stopped that cringy TikTok of that girl. Just stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, but one of the, you know, instances I can think of in my life that was like a turning point, especially in my walk with the Lord has to be like I mentioned, you know, the previous question was my senior year of high school mm -hmm. about ready, you know, to graduate my last month. You know, I had just had prom the week before, mm -hmm. um, you know, starting all these like these senior activities, looking forward to it, all this. And then, you know, just this one day I get home and my aunt, you know, my mom's older sister, she just comes and pulls me inside and says, I have something for you. And she comes and she gives me a devotional book. And I was like, you know, a devotional book. I was like, you know, for what? I didn't ask for it. You know, you just decided to give it to me. And so for me, that was kind of, you know, an eye opener because I was like, okay, she, you know, she cares about me and in, in, in a deeper level, mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody who's older than me and wiser, mm -hmm. you know, and I respect my aunt. And so she gave that to me and she, you know, as the weeks went by, she kept asking me, have you been reading it? And I actually did begin to read it. And through that devotional, you know, through her wisdom, of her knowing, you know, that this devotional is going to impact me, I actually started to read the Bible again through mm -hmm. this devotional because it had, like, the verses and stuff mm -hmm. and all the stories, and it had really good points, and I was like, yo, this is awesome. And so I started to go back into Scripture, and then that's when, you know, the Lord just changed my life forever. Mm -hmm. And so I think of someone like her who not only gave me, you know, devotional as a gift, but actually would check up on me and um, – pour wisdom onto me and, and she would always constantly remind me she still does to this day you know of shut your old life you know cl that that old life you used to live close the door mm -hmm. you know and don't look back mm -hmm. you know don't live for the world live for god mm -hmm. and she would always you know tell me that um she would tell me how her life changed when you know she left the ways of this world and started to pursue god and how how much more joy she has found in seeking the lord mm -hmm. um and so that's something that's always stuck with me and I love having conversations with her and even now in church, like through fellowship with older guys, it's just really awesome to to have somebody who has been through life circumstances more than I have. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just to be able to pour out their wisdom and, and their experiences. Um, and so I just kind of encourage all you guys, you know, youth people, <laughs> youth teens, <laughs> you know, kids in high school and middle school, um, you know, when somebody older, whether it be somebody in leadership um, Wednesday nights. Or even throughout your week, someone pulls you aside and just, you know, gives you wisdom just to, I just recommend you guys to listen. Yeah. Um, and listen with the intent of actually learning and not just, you know, okay, I'm going to listen to them so they could be over already and I can go do whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I ha heard a wise saying once that, you know, we have one mouth and we have two ears. So mm -hmm. you should listen as twice as much as you speak. Um, and so I think that just, that just points to, you know, how important it is to listen mm -hmm. and to actually, you know, like I said, with the intent of learning and actually, you know, putting to practice what that person who's wiser and older, you know, is telling you, you know, they're yeah. telling you for a reason. So, yeah. I think that's one thing that's funny, too, is like I remember. At least before I became a Christian, I used to be like, oh, well, if I just listen to someone older, then I'm good. But the I think the longer I'm Christian, like that's that's good. But I think it's also good to seek advice if so, if you want to get like the, the, I guess, worldly advice from someone who isn't Christian, that's older than you handle, you know, go get the advice. But I also recommend getting the advice from someone who also is in faith and who also is in relationship with God 100%. because it's like someone in the world could be like, 
oh, well, they, they hurt you? Oh, I hurt him back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. sounds great, and it sounds wise. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can, uh, you know, I can do that. And it sounds very pleasing and very easy because it's immediately what your, like, soul, right. <laughs> like, and your heart desires and, like, your, your flesh wants. But then when you go to someone wise, like I said before, I think I talked about this maybe last week or something, like, Pastor Jim is like, tell your dad you're sorry. Like, get over yourself, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, as soon as, like, he, I heard that, I was like, oh! Like, yeah. yeah it, right. it, it wasn't, it didn't feel good, but it wasn't meant to feel good. You know what I mean? It was like, mm-hmm. it's meant to be truthful. It's like, hey, go apologize. You're in the wrong. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's going to be different advices from different people, but always remembering, it's like, all right, what's this person's walk like? Mm. And Because if, if I know what this person's walk is like, then I know I can trust them even more. You know what I mean? Right. It's like if I'm a Christian and I'm a young Christian and someone else is older than me and older in faith, then that means they've been through a, probably a lot of the same things that I've, I'm going through now right. at the same age of faith. You know what I mean? Like, And the enemy doesn't have any new plans. You know what I mean? He doesn't have any new plays, so he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again. So who's to say that this guy didn't deal with it years before I even right. thought of it? You know what I mean? It's like, it's insane. So it's like we should always seek spiritual wisdom from spiritual people. And when mm. I say spiritual people, not the ones that are just like, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'm blessed. And just so you know, like, no, not like that. But it's like, you know, like seek people who are actively seeking God and seek those people for wisdom. Mm, that's a really good point. I think that's a really good emphasis is people who older people who have a relationship with God and who are seeking him. Um, like you mentioned, you can go to like an older guy who's bitter and he can tell you, yeah, you know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth or, you know, go, <laughs> a go, tooth for a tooth. <laughs> yeah, go get revenge or, mm-hmm. you know, go harm that person, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not coming from a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to get wisdom from somebody who has a biblical perspective. Yeah. And the way how you said you can always check if, you know, some somebody's advice is what God wants is always go back to the word of God and exactly. see that this per what this older person told me, does it align with God's word? Mm-hmm. Uh, does God say the same thing? Mm-hmm. And you know, nine times out of 10 or 10 times out of 10, you know, if it does align with God's word, then take that, take that advice mm-hmm. and take it to heart and, you know, apply it. And so I think it's a really good point. Yeah. So I think another thing too, is like, when we look at that, I could also look at um, just like the downfall of, of even, listening to the world over listening to God. Because again, if we're listening to any advice from anybody and we don't take it back to the word of God, it's like, dang, like I'm, I'm already like, I'm already going to start failing. You know what I mean? Like I'm already yeah. going to, I'm already putting my hope into something that's into, into somebody and something that's not, that's not God. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even though like someone could be a spiritual leader, it's like, cause like we see it all the time. Like you, I'm sure you guys, whoever's listening to this podcast, watching this podcast right now, You've seen Christian memes on certain pastors that, like, you know, people don't agree with. And there's a reason for it. You know what I mean? Because their, their doctrine, what they're teaching is not sound. It doesn't, it's not, it's not real. They're actually teaching contrary to what the Bible is teaching. Mm. So it's always good to seek after the word of God. And I like that point you made or else we do start to get this downfall. Right. And when we start getting to this idea of the downfall, we get to um, see that the start of a downfall for Uzziah's life, or sorry, <laughs> sorry, Charlie. Uzzah's life <laughs> was due to him not pointing his blessings back to God. So why is it important for us to point our bless- blessings back to the one that gives them? Mm. And I think, it, again, it just goes back to it's like, who, 
who is this for? You know what I mean? Like Jesus tells us to pick up our cross daily and follow him. Yeah. You know, and he tells the disciples and the early disciples like, Hey, you know, drop your nets and follow me. It's like, that's everything they knew. You know what I mean? For, for what? For the glory of, cause that's not, that's not giving them any glory, dropping the, everything they've named yeah. known, all, all the, all the things that they've done their entire life to get them where they are at. It's like dropping those nets. were not going to give them glory. Mm. It's making them become even less than what they already were. Right. You know what I mean? Like they were, they were fishermen and now they're stepping down even lower than that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And they're, they were willing to do it and that's all it took. You know what I mean? And that's how crazy it is to see like God change someone's life is that all it takes is someone to be willing to be humble and willing to, to let go of whatever uh, status they may have. And I think that's like, honestly, the hardest part about high school when it comes to be- becoming a Christian, following Christ is like, you have this status. You're either up here with the popular kids, you're well known, or you have this status where it's like, people know me and they, they don't like me. I don't get along with a lot of people. And then you have a, a, this whole other group where it's like, I'm a nerd and I'm going to accept it. Well, not necessarily. That's the title people are giving you. Now you just take it for yourself. And when you're willing to step away from all titles and say, you know, I'm going to drop everything. I'm going to drop everything that I've known. And I'm going to, I'm going to follow Christ. Mm. That is where it changes everything. Cause now you're, you know, you're even letting, letting go of the people around you and saying, you know, they don't have any authority over me. I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop this whole thing that I've built for myself, my reputation, everything that I've made of, I may have done for myself. I'm dropping that just to live for somebody else Mm. you know what i mean and we're so quick to do it in relationships and i'm sorry that's gonna hurt but (laughs) hey if you don't say amen you're gonna say ouch bro (laughs) 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 because it's like (laughs) we we will do that so quickly for a relationship with a boy or a girl and we are not quick enough to do that for christ Mm. breach and it's like dude what are we doing you know what i mean like it's crazy (laughs) charlie's (laughs) over here snapping in the background (laughs) um but yeah and it's like i'm guilty of it I i did that you know what i mean it's like I know I'm not the only one, you know what I mean? Like, and that's where it's like, we have to really let go and do that for the only one that's worthy of that position. And that's Christ. Cause he's Lord overall. Mm, amen to that. It's a really good point. And I think as you're describing that many people who are listening to this or who watch this might be thinking, okay, why, why should I do that? Why should I let go of, um, you know, whether it be my status, um, you know, at school or, you know, being well-liked and all this popularity or, you know, going to parties and, you know, being that person who's always, you know, hyping people up at parties and stuff like that. You know, the cool things you do in high school that, you know, the world sees as cool. Um, why should I give all that up, you know, to follow God? Um, and we always have to come back to that question, you know, what, why? What's our why? And actually, I think of a verse in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, In view of God's mercy offer yourselves as a living sacrifice yeah. to God. That mm-hmm. is true and proper worship. Um, and then the next verse says, do not conform to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing mm-hmm. of your mind. mind. And and I love those two verses, but specifically what stands out to me is, you know, verse one where it says, in view of God's mercy, yeah, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. So it doesn't just say, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, but mm-hmm. it says, in view of his mercy. Yeah, And I think that should be our why. That should be your guys' why as to why you should live for God and not live for the world, you know, and, and, and be willing to, like Robert says, you know, sacrifice, you know, the things of this world to follow God. Um, it's in view of his mercy. And what and what is his mercy? His mercy is that, you know, he has provided a way, mm-hmm. you know, to for our sins to be forgiven. Um, and we always have to go back to the cross of Jesus Christ and what yeah. he did, you know, 
Christ coming, you know, being fully God and taking on flesh um, and going to the cross to die for sinners, to save sinners. Um, and that's his mercy is that he was willing to come being fully innocent and go to the cross, um, you know, a punishment that, you know, we deserve as sinners. Yeah. Um, and he went to that cross and, and was punished. Um, and the Bible says he took on the wrath of God upon himself being innocent. Um, and he died for our sins and he rose on the third day. And so so that we may have eternal life and forgiveness of our sins. Um, that is the most loving thing anybody could ever do is die for you. Yeah. Um, and so I think you make a really great point. Um, you know, about willing to sacrifice these things that we have, um, the things of this world, to turn our back to the things of this world, to pursue God. Um, but we should always keep in mind why we're doing it. Yeah. And it's because of God's mercy. And like you said, when we recognize God's mercy upon our life, um, we always, you know, respond in gratitude mm -hmm. and love and in an obedience. And so I think that's a really great point. And to kind of answer the question, which is why we should always give, you know, God, you know, the glory and, and, and thank him for the, you know, for the blessings in our life is, um, because we need to recognize what we have. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess, you know, like Charlie said yesterday, many people say, you know, self-made, yeah. you know, a bunch of rappers and stuff like that <laughs> tattooed right here across their chest or on their arm, you know, on I see back. people self-made, right? Like on their <laughs> stomach. And it's like, no, you're not self-made. You know, God, you know, has given you life to begin with. He's the one who breathes air into your lungs. You wouldn't be able to do the things you do if it weren't for God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so many details in life, so many things in life that we have because of God. You know, every good thing is, is a gift from God. And so um, we should thank God, you know, unlike King Uzzah, <laughs> we should always go back to God and always thank him for what we have. Mm -hmm. Um and, and and because he's the one who gives it to us, you know, he is he is the one who blesses us with it. And so he even blesses us with the ability um, to be able to work for the things we do get. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's all because of him. And we should always give him the glory and not lose sight of who's the one who gives us, you know, what we have. Yeah. I think one thing that's cool that you said right there is like even the work that we do is like even a blessing in itself. Yeah. I remember one time, like when I was younger, I I hated going to work and it was like, I'm just going to call off. You know what I mean? Just because I don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Or like any little thing I could do, like I just would leave. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, I started to realize, I talked to this guy. His name was Josiah. And I'll never forget this guy. I remember I met with him at a coffee bean. And when I met with him, I was telling him, yeah, dude, you know, I just I want to hop into full-time ministry already. And he was like, you know that like the work, the, the, like the hours God's already given you, like that's a blessing in and of itself, right? Mm. You know, like you should take advantage of the fact that you even have a job. And I was like, yeah, but that's not what I want. And he's like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like that's what God's given you. So like, what are you going to do with what's what God's given you? And after that moment, my whole mindset changed. It's like, yeah, dude, like that's awful. Like, and I would hate if I could, if I was even sick and I had like, I couldn't go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, I felt awful. Cause I knew it was like, dang, like those people are counting on me. And it's like, God's, God's put me here for a reason. For a reason yeah. And it's like, I need to, I need to be able to, I need to be the best person in the workplace. Cause I'm a Christian. You know what I mean, I need to best represent Christ. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, how am I going to do that if I'm just always just saying, ah, I'm not going to go. Right. And, and, you know, that's the beauty of it as well is that God puts us in certain places um, for certain reasons. Mm -hmm. And we might not see that, right, because that's not what we necessarily want. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you even talked about earlier, some of the advice we get, it's not what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're in places in life where we don't want to be there. But, you know, use those opportunities. Don't let them go to waste. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really, you know, really cool thing is that god even you know put you where you were at working um to be a light to those people at, at your workplace and for you guys listening or watching you guys may be in a position where the lord has placed you so that you can be a light 
uh, to those around you, whether mm-hmm. it be in school, your group of friends. Uh, you know, you're the only Christian um, in your group of friends at school, and so you guys could be the light uh, to those to those to your friends. And so I think that's really awesome how God, in His wisdom, puts us in certain positions in certain places. Um, you know, to glorify Him and to uh, be helpful to others. Yeah, I also recommend if you're the only Christian in your friend group. Find some other Christians to start being friends with as well. Invite them into that friend group because if not, like it's going to be a lot easier for you to not be held accountable for all the actions that are going to be coming your way Mm -hmm. that are like the temptations that are coming your way. And people are just going to like, honestly, they're going to drag you down. You know what I mean? Like I I saw it in my life. It's like I had I, I need to be with with Christians even when I'm not with Christians, if that makes sense. It's like if I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something and that sounds weird already. I need to rephrase that statement. When I go out and go out into the world with, with people surrounded by me that are worldly, I need to have someone else who is Christian with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if not, I'm going to be heavily influenced. And it's like, oh, well, nobody's looking. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's how I'm going to like immediately go. And we shouldn't put ourselves even in that position. Because now we're going to let ourselves ponder on that thought and ponder on that thought. And it's like, at that point, we're just going to listen to the enemy and say, all right, well, you've already pondered on that thought long enough. You might as well just do it. You know what I mean? You're already wrong. Yep. You know what I mean? You're, you're already, already there. You're already in the wrong, so yeah. might as well just follow through. Yep. And it's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? But that's a common one that we all face, and it's like we have to be prepared, and that comes with boundaries for our personal lives. It comes with us being being ready for, for a life with other people who may think differently than us, but we need to have somebody in our corner. And again, going back to Uza, I think I said that right. Going back to Uza, he needed somebody in his corner and to keep him in check. And what did ha- what happened when the people did keep him in check? When he they didn't kept him in check, he didn't like it, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we can either submit to that, or we can either say, "Eh, I'm gonna do it my way." And that's when we start getting prideful. Mm. That's where we start saying, "You know, I forgot everything that happened to me before." I forgot all the things that God's delivered me from. I forgot even the very breath that I'm breathing right now is a gift from God. Mm. So I don't need it. <laughs> what does God do? Says, all right, do it your way then. You know what I mean? He's going to let you make your decision. He's going to let you choose. And what's the choice that we want to make? Do we want to make the choice that ultimately is going to leave us empty? Or we're going to make the choice that ultimately leaves us only satisfied with Christ because i i think i've i've talked to you about this before when it comes to being satisfied we can we can as humans we can always try to be satisfied with something you know what i mean going back to the playstation 5 i can try to be satisfied with the playstation 5 but once i get it the hype's gonna die yeah it's gonna go away but once i have a taste of christ once i get that get that that moment of of being in the word of god and then mm-hmm. i start that relationship I've tasted and seen now, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've seen that how good God is. And once I don't have that, it's like, wait a second, there's something missing. And I'm going to start looking, I'm going to get the PS five. That's going to fill it up. No, that didn't work. All right. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get the new iPhone 12. That's going to work. Nope. That didn't work. All right. I'm gonna go get a girlfriend. That's not going to (laughs) work. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go start doing drugs now. That's not going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe if I start drinking socially, that's going to work. That's not going to work either. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we go through so many different outlets trying to, already leave what we know satisfied us in that one moment and we think what's funny is that we're born worldly so we think that god's like blessing of spiritual like gifts is going to be worldly as well that's only going to last a short amount of time and only satisfy us for that short amount of time so we got to move on to the next thing 
that's how our brains really like will start to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll see like, oh, you know, God was so good that night. Um, but that was like that was six months ago. I didn't. It don't matter no more. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't get that again. And it's like, well, yeah, you're chasing the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like you need to be chasing the relationship with God and not just the feeling of it. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like so many times as like as we walk through life. There's a lot of different people, a lot of different things, a lot of different places that give us feelings more than we may feel just with a relationship with God. But God's going to give us the truth. God's going to give us eternal life. And I don't have to focus on the feelings when, you know, I show up to church and I didn't get the chills this time. Or I, I'm, I'm showing up to church and, you know, Charlie's message didn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't got to worry about that. You know what I mean? Because I know that this ultimately is the truth and that's going to lead to eternal life with Christ. Mm. Wow, man, drop the mic on that one. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really, really so many good points. Um, But kind of the goal based off of that is that you talked about, you know, filling our lives up with different things and how you mentioned (laughs) at the start of this. I got the PS5, guys, you know, not to brag, but, you know, I got the PS5. But like Rob said, you know, right now I was playing Spider-Man. I finish it. Cool. I have this sensation. Awesome feeling, bro. But once the game's over, what, what now? You know, it's like I want to get another game that makes me feel like that. And we're not saying there's anything wrong with gaming. Not yeah. at all. You know, it's awesome. I love playing PS5. I love, you know, I love playing PlayStation. I love, uh, you know, playing Madden, uh, 2K. Um, and so it, there's nothing. We're not saying, you know, there's anything wrong with gaming. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is that if all we're doing is filling our lives up with that and going to that as our source of satisfaction and of joy and of happiness, um, then essentially what we're doing is we're making, whether it be the PlayStation or whether it be something else in our life, we're making that our God mm-hmm. uh, where we go to. And in the Bible, that's actually a sin and it's called idolatry. When yeah. you make something or someone your God, you're giving them all the attention. They're your source of joy, you know. And, you know, we see in the Bible back then they would worship, you know, idols. And we think of like, you know, gold, the golden calf and Exodus and stuff. And we're like, oh, well, we don't bow down to, you know, a statue. No, we don't. But nowadays we, you know, are all of our attention are, you know, maybe on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look towards these people and, you know, we're just so focused on them and we allow them to be our source of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, when in reality, they, you know, they're taking the place of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's a, a thing that we should be, you know, looking out for, yeah. you know, examine ourselves, um, you know, and be like, OK, what is taking the place of God in my life? Um, is it my phone? Um, is it social media? Am I giving too much time here, there? Um, and not spending time with God. And so I think that's a really good point is that we should honestly examine ourselves and see what it is that we're filling our life with. Yeah. Um, you know, and the whole, um, you know, uh, title of this series is to the brim and yeah. what you're filling yourself up with. Um, and Charlie talked last night about, you know, people who fill themselves up with pride. Um, and so how you were going, you were saying as well is that we shouldn't also chase a feeling. We should chase truth, pursue yeah. truth. Um, and when we fill ourselves, our lives up with other things, worldly things, with pride, with sin, um, like Charlie was saying yesterday in his message, it blinds us to the truth. And so we should be very careful and very aware of what we're filling ourselves up with, who we're surrounding ourselves with. How you said we should not only have people who are older than us, um, you know, in our, you know, who are giving us advice, but even people our age, like you were saying, uh, but people who are followers of Christ, yeah. who love the Lord, who are going to hold us accountable uh, because how you were saying it's so easily nowadays to be influenced by our group of friends who are not Christians, who are not followers of God. 
and they give us advice that does not align with what God wants in our life and mm-hmm. for us. And so I think that's a really awesome point. We should definitely surround ourselves with people who are, who are seeking of the Lord, who are holding us accountable, uh, you know, who are encouraging us to, to read our Bibles, to go to church and stuff, and also uh, examine ourselves on what we're filling ourselves up with our lives. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, guys, this was episode seven of the Rewind. Emmanuel, thank you so much. Bro, appreciate you guys having, Absolutely. having me here. Guys, it was fun having you guys. We were so excited for the next time we will get to see you. Again, reminder, if you're watching this right when it comes out, there is no service next week, but we will still have the rewind. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. And we will catch you guys the first week of December, December 2nd, I believe it is. We will see you guys next time. Cool.